Yo, my name is Lottie and I'm with the Univides Podcast. Today I'm just going to be discussing economics. So, first off, this has really been something that I've wanted to be doing for a while. And my goal today is just to show you the ongoing effects of GameStop as a trend. I want to treat this as just an open discussion, something that's not really well scripted. So I'm going to keep it around 10 or 15 minutes so it's not too long. So without further ado, let's get into it. First off, like Kareem said about a moment ago, if you watched this episode, I want to discuss these things that are like free from politics. I want to inform people and have like an honest and open discussion rather than being bound to specific political ideology. Like this isn't going to be specifically Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, any of those. I'm just going to give my perspective and just tell it to you how I see it. Anyways, if you're like me then a moment ago or before you started investing, you really know what the heck a stock was or how that even works. In fact, many, many of you people don't even know that, but like just like the nitty gritty of it. I'm going to try to break that down for you as much as I can. So let's get into it. So to, to break it down for you, there was this forum called Reddit, which millions of users actively use every day. And there was a specific subsection called R-Wall Street Bets and R-Robinhood Penny Stocks. I personally use these and many others do. These have like over 100,000 users that are subscribed to a specific subreddit. So you would just imagine without any context at all. You'd imagine that a group this large would have, or any group this large would have a specific amount of power in anything. So I'd like to like for you to just keep that in mind. On these forums, people like talk about different things, like what's invested in certain strategies, when to sell, when to buy. Among these, there was a specific stock that was looking like it was going to go out of business. GameStop didn't really have any sales each year like it was going to once rona hit you know their business kind of just tanked like many others it's not like walmart that can just stay alive through anything gamestop is games and people if you're not allowed to go out if you're like living in california or something you have restrictions you're not allowed to leave past a certain time and gamestop is open at that time people are working obviously GameStop will be able to like pay its workers as well or have as many sales. And that's exactly what happened. GameStop was a dying industry. And one of the accredited data sites that I looked onto, Microtrends, they kind of showed the revenue going from $9 billion to $6 billion in the span of four years. That's a decrease of nearly a third. So they're going out of business and the stock goes down with it. That's what the stock does. That's what it is. Your stock is just a basic reflection of your company in the form of the price per share or piece of your company. But that people on like the real Wall Street in New York, you know, that big conglomerate of just different businesses and companies, you know, the really rich, famous place in New York, just, just to like give you some context, invest in this big company in the process of short selling. This is just the buying of stocks in large amounts and selling them back and then buying them back later. 
And if that sounds confusing, it kind of is. It's a very confusing process. So think about it this way. They just buy low. They buy really low in large amounts just to sell it higher later. So they profit if the company just goes down. You're assuming that this company is going to go out of business. So if you keep investing like this, then obviously the company will just go out of business because the price will keep going downhill when you sell in large amounts. That's how the stock works. If many people sell, then that means the company isn't doing as good because if people are selling things, that's just saying, oh, I don't want a piece of this company if you're selling the share. So many, many people call this like market manipulation because what you buy is just influencing the price, especially if you're rich. If you have like a billion dollars and you invest in something, then, and then you sell it. Obviously, that's going to influence and change in the company. So how does Wall Street Bets play into this? So Wall Street Bets is just, again, this forum on Reddit. And it's more of just the average person trying to do the same thing. The common investor originally just invested in GameStop around last year. That's when the spikes just went up in the stock. And they invested in these in these other companies like AMC Theaters, Naked Brand, Express, Bed Bath & Beyond. Because they liked the stock. They thought it was going to go up. Eventually, the coronavirus pandemic is going to be history. And people are going to do things like go to the movie theaters again. People thought it'd be the same with GameStop. So that's the why they put their money in. Eventually, the stock just kind of got popular and people kept on investing. But to break it down further, people thought this made sense. Look at these companies. They're heavily invested in. The volume's going up. So why not put money in it? Well, people found out that these companies were heavily short sold. <laughs> Many people were buying and selling them, or it appeared that way. But really, it was just the people on Wall Street just buying and selling over and over again in large amounts. So the volume just decreased each time. And then the volume fluctuated again. Okay, so the average person just investing, and the price goes 500 to even 1,000% more than it already was because people just happen to like the stock. Top that off, the GameStop just changes executive orders out of nowhere because... Well, if your stock prices rise, you have more money. You have more money for things like different staff and different materials and things to just make your company better, even during a pandemic. So hedge funds saw this and they were just angry. And a hedge fund is, is just a company that, or multiple companies with different sums of money, just like billions of dollars. that have money pools for different, different like investment portfolios. And they didn't really agree with this decision because... Essentially, it just wasn't what they signed up for. This sudden change, and they didn't like that. So they decided, hey, let me just stop short selling. Or let me just stop buying shares or stop selling shares. And if you're not messing with the stock and just billions of dollars in amounts, then the stock is going to have room to grow and just go up. So that's what happened. Without these, or with less short selling investments, the price just went up because the average person was investing and there were less people manipulating the stock. But that wasn't always the case. So at this point in time, you have the different internet forums just investing and you also have the people who are still short selling.
because there are still a few of them because they're banking on the business going to fail. So if you see the stock rising and you're banking on it failing, obviously the people who want it to fail are going to lose money. That's what happened on Wall Street. They lost money because the stock was going up. Now, I'm going to need you to stay with me here as this next part of the story is really just as like really confusing as it is infuriating. So when I was first reading this, I was very shocked because, well, I can't believe this has happened. I actually experienced this myself in trading. Robinhood, a trading platform, just halted the trades on the stocks that they were suspected to be shorted. Like, you know, AMC, GameStop, Haas, Express, Bad Bath & Beyond, and some others. So they just straight up halted the trades. That means if you want to invest in it, you just can't anymore because, well, you're simply not able to buy on that platform. The problem with this is Robinhood is the largest brokerage platform, meaning most people use it. And as I said before, if many people are doing something, they have the power to influence change. So if many people can't trade, then the price of the stock is going to go down because not many people are buying. It's basic supply and demand. Many people who became rich from the stock just saw it rapidly decline over and over. With GameStop highest price being $483 per share and then going down to $112. People panic sold because, well, they couldn't sell. So they panic sold on other platforms. And if you see the price going down and you're losing money, obviously you're just going to have the instinct not to just keep the stock if you're losing more and more money. Some even lost more than they originally invested. For example, if you bought GameStop at $300, thinking the trend is going to continue to like $500, even 1000 because it had already gone up that much. And it just went back down to $112. Then you lost a little over half of the money that you put in. With that, unsurprisingly, a lot of people were mad about the company doing such a thing. Because they saw this as an abuse of power. You can just have the right to just stop what a company does. The company rises. Hedge funds, and I'll explain this part in another episode down the line because I don't want this to be too long or just get too confusing. Kind of back companies like Robinhood. So some strategists say it makes sense for the CEO to just halt the trades because the hedge funds will essentially get mad if they don't. And if the hedge funds just fund what you're doing, then you're going to lose money if they get mad. You're going to lose more money than, well... If a lot of people just leave your platform. See, the CEO of Robin was also scrutinized for this by very prominent figures like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ted Cruz, Bernie Sanders, and a couple other people. Just commented on the CEO's just blatant display of just raw power. Seemingly against the average user, even though he himself claimed that was for the people. And just like that, the stock entered the political realm. The SEC, the Biden administration. Now they just commented on looking into the trades to make sure nothing is undergoing what they saw as fraud. 
And then you have people literally saying that we should restructure the stock market and the way stocks are bought and sold. So short selling doesn't really happen again. But this is something that has happened for years. And I guess I'll talk about this on my later episodes. As for now, though, I want to give just a tidbit of my pains and what I call the five points. So first off, I just think Robinhood just blatantly chose hedge funds and different companies over the common worker or the common investor rather in this case because if you think about it these customers matter too because there are also millions of people just using Robinhood and to just halt the stock preventing many of them or half of all Robinhood users who had a share at least one share in GME not allowed to make as much money as someone like a billion dollar corporation with a lot of capital. This isn't protecting the average investor well because the stock prices dropped because of them. If you lost over half of your money, like I said in the previous example, that's their fault. It's not yours because even though a stock can go down anytime, regardless of like how much research you do or whatever you do to just prepare for stock going up or down, then I guess that's going to happen naturally. That's just how stocks are. But in this case, it just wasn't the user's fault at all. Like the user had no control of this. The only person who did was the CEO of Robinhood and his team who decided to just shut down or essentially just, I'm going to say shutting down because that's what it is. It's just shutting down the stock for people who want to invest in it. And other companies follow. Secondly, you would believe that things like short selling and all this other stuff would just be illegal, right? No, they're not. Okay, naked short selling and regular short selling or covered short selling is a topic that I'll obviously have to explain further in a different video. But what happened was a form of covered short selling. And there's also the fact that these companies like Robinhood and Webull and other brokerages are allowed to do whatever they want because it's essentially their company. If they don't want to serve their customer, they don't want to serve their customer. It's not a very good business model, but it's perfectly legal. But at the same time, you can't really blame the customer. And that's going to bring me to my third point. This is what this chance of a lifetime for an average person it's not every day that you see something, except if maybe if you invest in like Dogecoin, go up like 100%, 200%. This is how people like want to invest in Bitcoin like back in the day. And it just like skyrocketed just out of nowhere. Because people were just all around you saying, invest in Bitcoin, invest in Bitcoin. Well, this happened with GameStop. This happened with AMC. This happened with several other stocks. It's not like we all just knew that everything was being short sold. You know, you could have just done some simple company research and see, oh, they're not really making as much money and it's still going up. So there must be something suspicious here. But the average person who just invests or the average, the average amateur trader just doesn't really know this. So it's not really their fault. It's a chance of a lifetime. They saw a stock going up, so they simply just put their money in. So you can't really penalize them either. 
Fourthly, all this, like anything else, was just faith-based. It's a faith-based stock, like things like GameStop and AMC. Those are the main two, as I keep repeating before. But essentially those, you don't know if it's going to go up or down, essentially. There's so much you could do as far as research of a company. But it all depends on these several different outside factors. Like, for example, if the government says, well, I'm going to look into something, or the SEC says, oh, you're committing fraud or something. Obviously, your stock is going to dip a bit because people are going to panic sell. And when people sell, like, in large amounts, then the stock goes down. Just another reason why that it isn't really the user's fault. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, I had this argument saying that, oh, this is the user's fault because they put their money in something that's heavily short-sold. Obviously, they're going to have a chance to either gain a lot of money or lose a lot of money. And what they're doing could be illegal because what the company is doing is legal well obviously they don't know that it's completely faith-based and that's why they should be allowed to just do whatever they want invest or not invest it's their decision you aren't expected to know the ins and outs of every company if you invest in something but above all else this just kind of proves that this, this is my last point here is that the stock market isn't really a measure of the actual economy as a whole. If you see like seven stocks or so just go up and everything else go down because everyone's just trying to buy this one stock, selling their shares in other stocks, and then you see everything else go down. And obviously it doesn't mean those other companies are doing bad. It's just a few companies just doing really good. But if you look in like real life, you see GameStop in their sales versus something like Walmart. You see Walmarts and things like Amazon stock are like really high, but they're not increasing as much. Does that mean they're not doing as good? No, it doesn't. So this is a lesson that we could all just learn from this. These companies obviously just need reform. They need to be told that you can't sell a company. You can't force a company to just go bankrupt from your investments by betting that it's going to go down. You can't short sell, essentially. You can't ban users from trading. Otherwise, it's just going to keep happening like it did with like Enron in the early 2000s. I'd like to give credit to the SEC, Bazinga, Quartz, and Market Watch for my research today, and Investing.com, the obvious and not sponsored way to get investing information. Once again, I'll just add our socials down below so you can follow them and see some updates on my episodes or some other people's episodes from the Unibytes podcast. You can find our episodes on Spotify and Apple Music and even YouTube. And you can follow our socials at at Unibytes on Twitter and at Unibytes Podcast on Instagram. Always be happy to just give you guys an update on anything economics related or explain specific concepts in a simple manner. If there's anything that you'd like to discuss, our email is open at unibytespodcast at gmail.com. 
Once again, that's unibytespodcast at gmail.com. And thank you. I'll see you next week. Peace.